A podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the deep and unknown, uh, exciting ocean of the creative mind, uh, together with Matt Dina. Hi, Matt. Hello. Matt Diener is the grand-grandson of Tommy O'Connell, who grew up in uh, what is now O'Sullivan's shop in, in, the, in the main street in Skibbereen. He died in 1935 already, long time ago. And uh, Matt is a musician. He used to live in Ohio, uh, now, now in Vermont, where, where, where he used to study and he finished his studying and, and is now, um, makes his money with his computer science. And we had in the first, first part, very interesting part, a chat about how you can combine, uh, making, making music and, and how computer science influenced uh, music making and, 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 and the art of, of, uh, of programming as well and the aesthetics behind that which is probably a subject where we could talk as well hours about it but I think first of all I, I'm gonna get it back to the, to the main thing that was that was uh, Matt he grew up in Ohio and I'm, I'm always interesting in, in just interested in so so, so, so the upgrowing the inspirations of, of people, how they're getting them creative, how how did they get supported by the parents or maybe influenced more by, by friends and, and, and how is it uh, uh, if you live in a in a smaller place with forty thousand people if you grow up so so and, and if you have quirky ideas because what I know for instance, I know people here in Gulin, if you're creative and intelligent, you know, you, you are lost people taking the piss out of you and and uh, <laughs> uh, I know already uh, some some people they, they became big 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 alcoholics and uh, so yeah so I would I would say uh, so, so you, you 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 made it very well that 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 shows that it was not too bad growing up in in uh, which which what was the name of the of the town in uh, Ohio it's the town of Hudson Ohio very quaint town close to Cleveland and Akron. Yeah. Known for its clock tower, okay. central. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Architectural uh, figure. All right. Um, and it was, it was all right there. Yeah. I, yeah, I started playing when I was, when I was 10 um, and I was taking lessons at the local music shop in town Um and I don't, I honestly don't remember exactly what inspired me to want to start playing, but I'm pretty sure I saw 
I heard some like Jimi Hendrix or something like, uh, yeah, I heard some rock and roll music. What, I know what, I had what, my what, little iPod. What's, what's 10 or what? When I was 10? Yeah. Um, you know, a precocious young, young lad, quite anxious. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. Very timid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, starting playing guitar um, was a good, it was a good pursuit for me, but I remember yeah. I didn't really like practicing ah, too God, much. I, and know, I, wasn't. I know that. <laughs> you, I must, I'm, oh God, look, I know exactly where you're coming from because as I had to learn more to the guitar licks, I stopped it for a while, you know, because, because my teacher, he said, okay, for, for, for every pattern, what you can can't can't name you pay me one euro you know <laughs> <laughs> because i didn't i didn't have to pay for the lessons you know? so so i stopped it for a couple of years and 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 on a later stage i i just i said how can i learn better guitar playing and and i did it actually was with my perfect my 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 my, my um favorite songs like Hotel California and all that you know so i was learning the least yeah. actually quite late i've learned it very much better as I bought my first ovation. That was uh-huh. already in the late twenties because as I used to in my bands, I was more of a singer and songwriter and not a guitar player, you know. So I've learned yeah. in Panama and Costa Rica was 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 playing playing the guitar far much better because I had my songbook with me and I was playing all my favorite songs. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Yeah, I, had, I had the time for, really? for three months. Yeah, yeah, that was great. So every day I was playing as well with, with, with people from some blast, you know, with, with the Indians. And the Indians were playing their favorite songs and I was playing my favorite songs. It was a great time. So, mm-hmm. I've never been. I've been to South America. I've only been to Colombia. Um, All right. And I had a lovely time there, although I didn't play any music there. But no, oh, when was it? Uh, it was you know it was for one of my spring breaks while I was at school. I went with some friends because um, I had recently studied abroad in Spain, and so at that point I was a fluent Spanish speaker. And so honestly, um, yes. Wow, wow. Uh, and so it was great to be there and just to be able to to speak with people. I and, can imagine that and understand people and yeah i was in medellin and, and bogota um did you book it or did you just travel um yeah we booked to stay in medellin i think and then for bogota we found a hostel to stay at and mm. and it was amazing we just met all kinds of people it's far more better i mean i was just on my own with my guitar you know i mean it was quite dangerous but uh, was quite cool as well. So, I mean, I, this is another story. I'm not starting with that now. Is is, uh, but uh, yeah, there's some stories, yeah, <laughs> from that trip. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, that I won't tell. Yeah, <laughs> I I better not tell them. No, better not. Yeah. No. Did you did you, yeah. did you did you did you get robbed? I mean, I mean, they 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 robbed me in San Jose in, in uh, Costa Rica. Oh. No run-ins with criminals, but one run-in with the with the police was a little troublesome for our our party. But <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> but it was pretty scary. Yeah, well, I don't know. Luckily, we had a we had a lovely Colombian girl with us who who talked to the police and persuaded them to 
to just let us go and, oh, <laughs> and not worry about any, uh, of course I hadn't committed any crimes, but of course I hadn't done any, I hadn't done anything wrong. No, but, you never do um, anything wrong. No, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not um, so we were lucky. Yeah, mm. we were lucky. That would have really put a damper on, on the rest of our trip, but, um, but it all worked out. So, yeah. Okay, so so then let's 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 fly back from Colombia back to back to your <laughs> your, your little place in in, in Ohio. Now I was wondering, so so do, can you remember when 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 you bought maybe your first record or when when you became really interested in 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 in, in music? And I mean, not not I don't mean children songs. I mean really, really say the top tens or like you say Jimmy Hendrix or that. I, I mean, I bought my first. Yes. My first single I bought was Eight Years, and that was Mikael Rios' uh, A Song of Joy. So so uh, and, mm. and then T Rex and all that. You know, I started as well quite early with eight nine. You know. So but 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 when it came to to things like Jimmy Hendrix or Led Zeppelin, so I was probably already thirteen, fourteen. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess I was always, I started singing from a very young age. Yeah. Um, and that kind of culminated in my first grade uh, talent show performance. I got up there and sang uh, Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. <laughs> and so yeah, there's a pretty funny video of me at only like, I don't know, what age are you in sixth grade? And did you uh, put it online? Um, no, I haven't. It's yeah, I, do, I don't know if do. I want everyone to be. Uh, please do. I mean, I put it in, in 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 my description. Honestly. All right, I'll have to. Yeah, do. I'll have to retrieve it. Yeah, I know my parents still have it. So they do. I mean, even if you just if you, if you just film it with your smartphone, when when it, it's probably is it a, is it a video or is it a? Is it, a it is a video. So, yeah. So you you could you could film it from from the screen. And, or, yeah. or maybe maybe if, if if you have a device you can already copy it on, on the... oh yeah no I'll be able to upload it but that would have been when I was about six or seven years old so so you perform that's interesting I remember I was performing as well in in, in my school I was six seven eight or nine years I was I was nine I was already nine or ten and I was performing at a school but schools out. Wow. Yeah. No, it's really, it really is the greatest feeling in the world, uh, performing for me. Um, I don't know. And, you know, stage fright was something I definitely had to get over, but, but the fact that I am so, so timid and so shy, uh, it, it makes the, the joy of putting myself out there and, and performing for people like a thousand times better. And so, uh, I don't know, really, that's what's most important to me of all about playing music is just getting the chance to perform for people. Yeah, that's, 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 I'm actually, I mean, I love it as well, but I must say, as I was young, 10, I mean, you, you mentioned it as well, that the self-esteem comes often quite late, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. To feel comfortable performing, you mean, or yeah, to yeah, self-esteem, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely, well, I had my first band in high school, right? Mm. Um, so when I was, when I was like 15 or yes, 16. I missed that, uh, yes. And so uh, for that band, that was when I really learned how to perform and how to not be 
yeah. afraid. Or that was when I first started to. I don't know because there was this one show that we that we would do once a year where we would compete in the Battle of the Bands, basically for the local area, yeah. and that would be the biggest show that we would get to play. And the first time that we did that, I remember for like a month in advance or for weeks in advance, mm-hmm. I would go to sleep and I would dream about the show. Yeah. And I, and I would be so scared and I would wake up and I would be thinking about it and building up to it. I was, I was so frightened and, and, uh, and worried about it. And, and when the time finally came and I was up on stage, um, you know, I was so scared and, and I was shaking and I couldn't remember the words really? yeah. to the very first song. I know that. And so I looked over to the, to the bass player and yeah. I, and I, I was like, can you, how does the song start? Cause I knew if, if I could just get going, then it would be okay. But I didn't even, yeah, I was like in total blackout mode at that point. So, so how old have you been there? <laughs> what was it? What was your age? Um, probably 15. Oh, okay. You see, I had this experience. I had this experience with probably 2023 20, because we yeah. had, we had a band and it was actually my first proper band, you know, I mean, a proper band. Everyone was, was far more, uh, far, far more, uh, advanced than myself, you know. And then we, we got a phone call from, from another friend who was really very professional bass player. And he said, Hey, look, we, we're going to play tonight in Luxor, which is a big club. And, uh, the singer of, of our support band was getting, is getting sick and, and we don't have a support band. Do you guys want to play tonight? And we just had maybe six songs and we didn't re- rehearse proper. And, 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 uh, and everyone said, yeah, yeah, that's been, I was like, oh God. So, <laughs> so I had to, I had to play, you know, so I, I couldn't step back, you know, so three days later. So we had three days to rehearse, you know, and uh, then we played and I forgot eventually my last song to play as well because we were playing in front of 200 people. And, uh, yeah. So instead, thirty minutes, we just played twenty-five minutes, and I was so so nervous. But it was a great experience. So it's it's fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough. I don't know. Remembering remembering all those lyrics, I'm always like, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to focus on most when I'm. <laughs> is it how is it for you? Is it, uh, I mean, okay, if you write songs, um, the last time as I, as, I, as I wrote proper songs or performance it was always difficult for me to to remember lyrics. And, I'm not very good in, in keeping them in my mind. So, so is, is it difficult for you? Um, I just try to take some time to work on it. As long as I consciously like make sure I have them memorized. But, you know, if I was going into the gig, there's always moments where I'm going into a performance and I know there's one song that's like 50-50 <laughs> if I'm going to mess up the lyrics or not and so I don't know what I worked I try to just be ready to to survive and and improvise in the moment like like okay I messed up the words at this part but that doesn't mean the song is over like I have to keep going somehow, and these people are paying to to see it. So, <laughs> oh god, yeah. I just try to do my best. Yeah, <laughs> I'm convinced. No, I'm convinced that the, the people, the people are happy. I mean, we are only human. We are only. It's great, Matt. That's 
quite cool. I would say we're gonna we're gonna play now in the second part. We used to play in the first part already uh, a song which was not written by by, by Matt, but uh, uh, this song is written by Matt, and we're gonna play. The, the name is Smirk, and uh, that's that's probably so 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 uh, inspired by by um, by by a gig where Matt forgot to 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 sing the lyrics and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why this song has no lyrics at all. I make sure I only have to remember yeah. the music. <laughs> and, and, and you just smirk when you're on stage. That's good as well. <laughs> <laughs> we had the first, we have the big sip. And, and now, no, we, we have to smirk. We have to smirk. That's, that's, it's cool. I love it. Um, I must say, okay, let's, first of all, let's listen to Smirk. Thank you very much. Matt. Thank you.
That was Smirk by Matt Diener. Is it Matt Diener or Matt Diner? Diener. Matt, correct. Matt, yeah. Matt Diener. Smirk by Matt Diener. It's a great song. I really like it. And I must say, um, it um, for me, it's somehow the instrumental um, version from from Paranoid Android. Yeah, definitely the, the last section of the song is very much... Um, uh, inspired by bands like Radiohead and, and Muse as well, that I was a huge fan uh -oh. of um, okay. when I was younger. Me too. Um, and in both of those bands, uh, I don't know, the vocalists will sometimes do, there's certain songs like Muscle Museum for Muse or Paranoid Android for uh, Radiohead, where there will be kind of a vocal solo that's affected. It's almost like the vocals become a guitar and it's a... Right. A, a lead solo in that way um and there's i don't know there's also just a lot of music with um with kind of wordless singing uh to accompany it and uh that's something i've always thought is very interesting and, and emotionally expressive as well and um uh i just when i'm writing a melody i often I'm singing uh, and I'm singing and playing on the guitar at the same time, and so that was something mm -hmm. I wanted to show um, with this. You know, as I've worked on on my ear more and more, mm -hmm. it's become that I know what every note I'm gonna play on the guitar is gonna sound like before I play it, and so in that way, I, I try to make sure I'm always singing while I play, okay. um, so that I'll be singing through my guitar in that way uh, to speak to the audience more directly it's very nice. I mean, it's, express myself mm -hmm. yeah no it's nice i mean it's it's it's, it's as well um, who, who lost i mean a lot of jazz musicians gonna do that isn't it i mean george benson he's doing yeah do, 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 yeah exactly yeah so sorry yeah i do that same thing no i do the same thing yeah I mean, obviously not nearly as well as him, but... Yeah, but he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, and I like it as well, how you guys combine um, traditional jazz music with, with really new new ideas, so, so that's, that's cool. So, uh, great, I would say uh, we are almost finished the, the second part of the show. It was, was great to have you in. Uh, do we want to... to to add something at the end as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it would be the same as my as my message on the last episode. Just thanks yeah. to everyone for listening, and and feel free to reach out to me on uh, on social media if you have any feedback really on the album. Just let me know yeah. which song was your favorite, or yeah, yeah, that would if be there great. was anything that yeah. that spoke to you, you know. And also, I. Uh, I t I'm taking on uh, guitar students. If anyone is interested in, <laughs> yeah, some Zoom lessons. Hey, that that sounds great. A Zoom lesson, a guitar lesson with Matt Dina. That that sounds perfect. I would say thank you very much, Matt. Uh, uh, you can find them on Instagram on 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 Big Big Instagram, no? um, at at that's right at Big Instagram, and you can find. Matt is now as well in, in the Hall of Attitude on the Mac, which you can find on attitude.com. Attitude.com is my merchandising hell, where uh, I have a lot of other stuff uh, on it. And uh, you can find myself as well on 
on Instagram at Dutchlich or Instagram at Attitude or Instagram at I Love Westcock Artists, where Matt will be a member as well. And, and you can join the I Love Westcock art, Artist group as well and become a member and just share your artwork on this page on Facebook. You know? Hey, thank you very much. We will we listen. We will hear us in the third part. This will be the Christmas edition and uh, we are going to play two songs of the big city. So, guys, take care. Bye. Bye, Matt. Bye. Thanks for having me. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.